1: track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights plus original programs minor league broadcasts and local pre and post game shows. Go to MLB.TV to start your free trial today Blackout and other restrictions apply Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission Fun,
2: entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh right Yeah. Right Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler good morning everybody i'm bart winkler that is tim shea two great events at lambo the last couple of days i made it to neither of them did not go to the shareholders meeting you didn't go to your own owners meeting no and i i (laughs) i was on twitter yesterday and people kept commenting and quote tweeting like oh man or wow cool but then I couldn't see the tweets they were quote-tweeting because they were all either coming from Rob Domofsky of ESPN or Matt <laughs> Schneidman of The Athletic, both who have blocked me. Well, do you want me to read their tweets to I, you? I can If I go to the fan account. You can read them?
3: Yeah. So you had two accounts in front of you and just kind of piecing, These guys, piecing, them, piecing I mean, them
2: together. I, I didn't need to go after either of them, I guess. Yeah, but, what did you do? Well, with Demosky, I made fun of him in a video. Why? Because uh, the, the way intense. that they would listen to the Rogers press conferences, Demosky did a whole article where Rogers said Rogers did an interview with Pat McAfee and he goes, "I don't think I'm not coming back." And Demosky did a whole article on the way that Rogers said "think" cuz he didn't say it like "think." He did a whole article based on inflection. And I made it like a video spoofing Demoski listening there and then hearing Rogers go, think, think. And so, uh, yeah, I can play it for you. I think it's still up. Okay. Well. But so then Rob blocks me. Blocked you. Yeah. I believe then he called uh, some people. Yeah. He called like, Oh, so he called bosses of mine uh-huh. trying to figure out who I am and what is my deal. Who is this guy? Yeah. Art Winkler. And what's he doing? Well, I'm like, I don't know. People rip on me and I can't rip on you. So I did one tweet to Rob. One tweet. And now he won't like me. Schneidman, I just think, uh, is too full. I think Schneidman thinks he's the story. Rob, I need to win back over. Okay. Schneidman, I have no interest in. yeah uh, At all. In any way. So I couldn't. I couldn't see these guys. I couldn't see these guys' tweets, and I had to all, all yesterday. I was switching over to the to, uh, uh, to uh, to the fan account, account <laughs> to be like, here, uh, here's the tweet I put. Uh, this is me watching Rogers on McAfee, and the tweet is titled "Inside a Rob Domofsky Works uh, Session." Um, you know, potentially winning an MVP. Potentially winning an MVP. Potentially winning an MVP, and um, you know
4: we obviously made it uh, another good run.
2: Another good run. Another good run.
4: I don't think. Think. <laughs>
2: I don't think. I don't think. 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 I don't. Th- I don't think. Articles and blogs. There it is. I was looking for the word that he would say like that. Think. Think. Articles and blogs. This story never ends. Yeah. So more great singing for me, as you guys uh, have come to love over the years. Was that too harsh? Would you block me for that? No. Yeah. It takes a lot for me to block somebody. Yeah. So. Right? Well, oh, thank you. This story never ends. Well, my frustration was last summer, they would look at everything. I mean, the articles were being, remember Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers golfed 18 holes with John Elway. Remember that story? Yeah. And then it turned out yep. he was on a golf course that John Elway was on later that day. <laughs> okay, remember when a cleaning crew came to Roger's house? Oh yes. Yeah, we drove by Roger's yep. house and there was a there was a cleaning crew. And the the thing that the thing that bothered me the most, um, and then I'll get off of this was all these reporters would then come out and say, "I don't care about this. I don't care about ro Yes, you do. You're, you're greasing up for opportunities. You're, 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 you're on ESPN every day doing interviews. That helps you, man. Just don't lie is what I'm saying. Okay? Uh, so they had a bunch of stuff that I'll get to in a second because I'm on the fan account and they haven't blocked the fan. And I've made sure not to have them block the fan. I stay off of there. I don't want to ruin the experience for everyone else. But the game on uh, Saturday, the soccer game. Soccer game looked cool, man. Did you watch the whole thing, or I watched a good amount of yeah, it. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, they started. They played for twelve minutes. You know, the weather was going to be bad all night. Mm-hmm. They got twelve minutes in. There was a goal, and then, uh, and then they had to take a timeout, a long timeout because of the weather. Then they came back in. They finished the half, and then went right into a second half because essentially they had their halftime. But it was cool, man. I I, I tell you. I went to this Manchester United Bayern Munich game like 15 years ago in Chicago at Soldier Field. And when we went then, none of the good guys played. It was just like, it's like, oh, we'll go to America and have our C-League squad and they don't care. But now there's been more fans of these overseas soccer teams where a lot of guys that went to the game know who's on Munich, know who's on city. And so they can actually get excited for it. You saw a lot of the team jerseys already being worn in the crowd and then you had people just go for the spectacle. Hey, this is something different at Lambo. You had people go because they like soccer but don't necessarily like the teams and and just wanted to see it. I thought that Andy Herman had a great tweet, friend of the show, Packaday Podcast. He said, I haven't seen an atmosphere like this in a long time at Lambo," And he directly mentioned some of the Packer playoff games because this was a unique setting. It was a unique experience. You had people there that wanted to have a good time. I think one of the problems with Packer playoff game atmosphere is we go, but we're always so nervous because the team always loses in horrible ways that we're bracing for the worst so we can never really let uh, ourselves enjoy the experience. Our home field advantage is not what it used to be. There was a time I I never thought the Packers would lose at Lambeau. They didn't lose at Lambeau in the playoffs. And then Michael Vick in one night comes to town runs all over us and it's over. And then Kaepernick has come here and beat us. Tom Brady's come here and beat us. Jimmy Garoppolo came here and beat us. The Vikings once came here and beat us. So the Lambo mystique is dead. I mean, it's still like, oh, cool. We're in Lambo. It's the playoffs. It's still, it's got that. But I don't think as a, as a fan base, you know, to continue my, it's not, I'm not against, I'm not, I'm just, we can be better. We could be such better fans. Well, I mean, we all need to be seated. Right. Oh yeah. Then you got to... so you that, have too many people going product. to Lambo as a as like a requirement. They feel like it's a chore.
3: And I'll tell you this: that is not a Lambo problem. That is a well, it's a Lambo problem and a Miller part or Amfam Field pro-
2: problem too. It's a Pfizer problem. It's, uh, maybe it's a Wisconsin problem. Right? It is a Wisconsin problem. We there. It's it's very too weird. Quiet. Uh there. I think there's or... a couple things at play. There are a couple things at play. This is more Packer specific, but we feel like it's a chore to go. There those of you that have had season tickets for 40 years. Uh, I think at FISA, there is a little pricing out going on. I think that we too often feel like the angst. I mean, one of the reasons the Bucks championship that we relived a bunch this month was so fun is because remember when we all went to game six or the deer district or to our watch parties or just sat in our room and watched it? You know why that day was so fun? Because we we were like, we let ourselves go there. We 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 all thought we were going to win. But we let ourselves believe. We let ourselves be vulnerable. We don't want to be vulnerable ever. We don't want to get hurt again. You know, losing is too hard, so we don't want to get hurt. So we never we never cheer as loud as we can. We won't wear the t-shirts. I know you hate when I say that, but we won't. like We just, we're like embarrassed to cheer out loud. We'll wear... Hey, in this state, we'll wear jeans to weddings and think that we're dressing up. But God forbid we put a T-shirt on it that says, fear the deer. You know what I'm saying? So that crowd atmosphere was really good. Mm-hmm. They got to see a good game. Everyone had a good time except for A.J. Dillon. That was awful. Yeah. Uh, and and it was fun. And I hope that they do it again. You know, having those other events, I, I it really is like, It's so simple, but having events happen where they're not supposed to happen is like the greatest draw ever. People were shocked that it was sold out. And
3: I'm not the biggest soccer fan, but I knew it was going to be sold out. Did it sell out in like record time or something?
2: Well, it sold out pretty fast. And I think that one of the things that we think of right away is because we're always like, how can a city of 100,000 people have an NFL team? Well, it's a state of, what, 3 million? Mm -hmm. They had... Every state was represented.
3: oh at so, this game so, at this game, like 18 countries. there's a there's a whole stat sheet about.
2: yeah, you know, this is' it's two teams from overseas. These are some of the biggest branded soccer clubs that there are. So the fact that they're in America to begin with, like if I'm I, I like West Ham. So if West Ham ever came here and they were like in Nashville, I'd think about going. I'm not from Tennessee. I don't, you know, but but it's my team at a place where I can get to. So I would think about going. So I think you had a lot of that. I do think you had a lot of people that, you know, are just Packer fans and love to go. And you might've had a lot of people from out of state come for the first time. I mean, if you're in Chicago or if you're in the twin cities or if you're in Detroit and they're like, Oh my God, these two clubs are playing at Lambeau. Well, that's not far. And then it gives me a reason to go there without having to watch the stupid Packers and be with stupid Packer fans. If I'm one of those fans, that's what I'm thinking for sure. But then just the fact of having a different event, like they talked a bunch about uh, Greg Guard was there yesterday and the Badgers and the women's team. And there's going to be those two games at American Family Field, November 11th. Tickets go on sale today. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get a media ticket.
3: Yeah. That's probably going to be your best uh, <laughs> bet because these, from what I've heard, these tickets are
2: mucho, mucho dollars. Mucho? That's mucho Spanish dollars. for a lot. Yes. How, uh, how much? Um, Do we have a list yet? I think we don't have a list yet,
3: but I got a text message from a season ticket holder holder who has um, pre sale ticket. You know, he could get um yeah pre sale, and I believe I'm just bringing up his text right now. Um, tickets on the Loge level are ninety four dollars. Mm. Then again, he said I could get an actual courtside ticket for seven hundred and ninety nine dollars. Oh, the cheapest is terrace box twenty nine dollars. So it sounds like they're gonna they're they're going to open the entire stadium for this game well they should like you know how some places when they play in domes or football stadiums like they'll bring in retractable seats oh. and cover up you know some upper yeah well that's they and don't whatnot. think is gonna sell too i don't know if this is gonna sell to thirty-eight thousand people maybe 20 20 to 30 but not
2: i for 38 well i i don't know you don't? I, don't? I don't know. I don't know. How do you not go? Guard says they've been trying to put this together for fifteen years. That's wild. What if it's cold, and then it's going to be cold in the stadium? Oh, they can heat it up. Oh, they can. Yeah, they have heat. In oh, the what if it's hot? <laughs> it won't be hot. What if? What if climate change on November eleventh? It's well, ninety degrees. The roof is open. That'll be. Oh, I hope they can open the roof. They probably won't, huh? I was surprised it was open last night. It was 70 degrees. It's beautiful last night. Normally it's too cold for oh, yes. the brewers. It's gotta be like 85 degrees to open the roof. Do we like the brewers or not? Yes, we do like the <laughs> brewers. Why
3: does this not <laughs> ever sound like it? You're just you're I feel like you're trying to like hook me in a little or try No, to the fact that, that you worked there
2: me. for like 15 years gets me all like aggressive to them. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, don't worry. I want to be aggressive, but Can oh. I tell you what you tested me last night? What did I test? what did I tell you about the sausage race? Oh yeah. What happened? So was that Badgers running the sausage race? I think so. It sure looked like it. And one of the sausages, the winning guy, the winning guy had a
3: big lead. So he, he, he basically turned around and flaunting to the other ones. Then he turned back
2: around and he jumped and dove over the finish line. And you texted me, what did I say? You said that would not have happened on my watch. Is that like something you tell the sausages, don't die? Well, we just don't, you know, don't do not do anything that will get
3: yourself on ESPN. We're not like that.
2: Run a race
3: and get off the field.
2: Because I saw whoever is you now mm-hmm. or somebody who was coordinating. Because then, yes. then once you said that, I watched it like seven times because uh-huh. they showed it just briefly. Uh-huh. But the there was one lady with a headset on uh-huh. and she put her hands on her head uh-huh. like, oh, no. <laughs> yep. What is it? What do I do? That would have been me. <laughs> Yeah, with your hands on your head. Yeah, oh my there's God. a good
3: video. I'll show. I'll I'll post it, and then I don't know like, I don't know how to doctor video from right. online, but there's a good video of me when one of them fell, and I just have my jaw open. I'm I'm kind of oh. kneeling at at a gate to let him up, and one of them
2: just plopped right on over, and my my face was like, oh, oh.
3: no, so.
2: This is kinda of like a radio uh, no no, but I do actually have she called a different station today. The the you now to talk about it. Oh, okay. I actually have audio of it. Oh. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it, gonna play. <laughs> here's her calling in about the sausage.
3: I promised myself tonight I wouldn't get emotional. And here I go.
2: I mean she was she was devastated. Sounds just, a lot like you. You're just not gonna give up on that, are you? Why would I? I know. You know what else I'm not gonna give up on? Fourth base. And the delicious food. Oh, I've got no reason to give up on them. It's been good every time I go. Last time I went was with my guy Tim Shea. Remember how good that steak sandwich was? Oh,
3: delicious.
2: Remember that? Remember what you told me after the first bite of that steak sandwich?
3: What did I tell you?
2: I promised myself tonight.
3: I wouldn't get emotional,
2: and here I go. Oh, so good. So good. We shared a thing of fries, and I think the best condiment of all, was all, of all was Tim's tears on those fries. He got He got emotional. He liked it. Fourth base on National, really good spot to watch the games, obviously. You know, the sports bar, the horseshoe bar from the movie Major League, right? That's where they filmed a bunch of scenes. You remember that? Uh, on national pop fly from the stadium, you can go there during the games, before the games, after the games as well. Check them out. Uh, they're also a great like quality place to eat food, and it's a, it's such a great like you're there at a sports bar kind of environment. And when you drive by, you're like, eh, this is just it looks like every other corner bar I've seen. And then you go in, it's the Horseshoe Bar, and you're like, all right, it's a familiar setting. And then there's just just this giant deli case. And they've got, you know, the catch of the day. they got lobster sometimes in season. They'll have a lot of seafood otherwise, the crab and the shrimp. And they can make it however you want. They've got steaks and burgers and really just a lot of good choices at fourth base. And there's some different, like, chalkboard menu specials, and you can get things made that way. Or you just tell CJ behind the uh, deli case, you say, you know, I want this, and make it like this, and then do this. And I'll be like, you got it. And that'll be your meal made to order. Fourth base on national. Check them out. Uh, Again, just a pop fly from the stadium. I'm Bart. That's Tim. More
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink
5: Up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com/slash Odyssey Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/slash Odyssey Podcast.
1: Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center
3: field, it is high, it is far, it
1: is high. Stream minor league affiliates.
2: The mid-
1: Baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB At-Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
2: Deep left field. It's gonna go! Alvarez
1: ties the game! Subscribe to At-Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: 12.50 AM, The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. We've got State Fair tickets. Free to win. Tweet us at 1250 a.m. The fan. We all look forward to the state fair. Right. Right. What's oh, the yeah. most underrated event in Milwaukee? Let us know. Tweet us. Use the hashtag Bart tickets and tweet us at 1250 a.m. The fan most underrated event in Milwaukee. We've got Mitten Fest outside in the winter in Bayview. We've got milkman baseball games. We've got Lebowski Fest, the summer show at the Domes, Polish Fest, a lot of good fest. Zoo a la carte, a lot of good stuff going on. A lot of good stuff going on in this town, Timmy Shea. Yeah. Great. It was, it
3: was, it was a, uh, it was, there was a lot of stuff Didn't mean going. to put you on the spot no, there. No, there was a lot of stuff going on this past weekend. A lot oh, of conferences yeah, the, in town, the air and water show. Air and water show. Um... I, I, there are some fests going on. I don't know exactly which one this weekend. German Fest, maybe? I don't know. I know you're pretty pumped for the RNC coming here. Um, the Irish Fest is coming <laughs> later in August. Yeah. A lot of
2: good stuff. I'll be, I'll be out of downtown before that. So, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of good stuff uh, happening. Speaking of uh, downtown, speaking of Fiserv, speaking of Milwaukee, speaking of what, what's this thing going on at the Fiserv here? So they're getting rid of Miller Coors, and Anheuser-Busch is coming in? Yeah, this is unbelievable. Okay, so Miller Park this year, whatever you want to call it, got rid of Pepsi and added Coke. And, like, nobody cared. Why would you? I care because Pepsi makes my tum-tum hurt, like I told you. And so if I have a captain and Coke, it feels better. But Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch, is coming in, and they are replacing molson Coors. As the main beer sponsor, that means when you go to Serve, you cannot have any Miller Light. You'll see Budweiser and Bud Light instead. I don't like it. Well, it's different. I'm a Bud Light or I'm a Miller Light guy. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people that made uh, a big stink about it though. I don't know. How many times you go get beer? Like, do you go get Miller Light? I like i I don't order the light beer. I order like terrapin or whatever or the craft beer. I don't know it's it's different. Uh, it certainly is. I think a lot I think this is gonna be like everything where there's gonna be a big fuss about it for five weeks and then it might taper off like yesterday, the big report, choco tacos are being they're they're getting rid of choco tacos, yeah, and uh. And and people were mad about that, and now now nobody seems to uh, care. Ron is in Rome. What's up, Ron? Bart, I know you're a
4: big national radio star now.
2: Yeah, I'm on tonight, but, Zach Gelb. 5 to yeah. 9, uh, our time, 6 o'clock.
4: Right. But you're still annoying me with teasing Tim about the crying thing. Why? So I almost feel like it's bullying. Nobody's proud that they cried, and they don't want to keep hearing about it.
2: Ron, Tim made me do it today.
4: He did? How did you do that?
2: Because the sound clip I have that you're referencing is when Tim Shea called in after game six yeah. and cried on the air. And Tim said, t- t- we-, t- we talked about this last night, Tim and I, because I said, Tim, I don't want to be too hard on you. And he said, Bart... I I really do cherish like you've been very welcoming to me on the show. You're giving me ample time to.
4: Because you haven't been very welcome.
2: You're giving me ample time to speak. You're helping me like carve out a little niche here on the station. I said, Tim, Tim, it's okay. Uh, You don't need to cry about it. And then you know what he tells me? He tells me this.
3: I promised myself
4: tonight I wouldn't get emotional, and here I go. I
2: said, Tim, it's okay. It's okay to be emotional,
4: you know. Bart, when you get to be my age, you're going to look back over your life and think, "I have a few regrets," and one of them is going to be teasing Tip constantly. No, every
2: every time that I did anything that would be considered bullying or mean, I don't regret any of it.
4: All right, fine, but uh, now I wanted to talk about the. There was Lample a kid in college. Was...
2: There was a kid in college that I was in a Jack Bauer phase. I opened up his dorm room one day, and I slapped him across the face with a phone book. And I said, tell me where the bomb is. That's a great story. What happened. Well, then what happened? He, he married some girl that was like, I don't want to get into it. Never mind.
4: He didn't hit you back. No, he stood there and took it. I'm Jack well, Bauer. Must be a generational thing. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, I, I got Lambeau season tickets in 2014 when they built the nosebleed section, and so that's a gold package. And I don't know if it's uh, the fact that it's a Milwaukee crowd or that it's, you know, 20 years later than when I used to go to Packer games in the 90s. But the crowd noise isn't as good. The people aren't as knowledgeable, like Aaron Rodgers had to tell them, stop doing the wave when we're on offense. It's much quieter. My wife and I, we know how to whistle with our fingers, which is we didn't have video games when we were younger. And we make a lot of noise, and people give us dirty looks and turn around. They're, like, mad at us for making noise.
2: Yeah, so I the, the, the crowds at Lambeau on the whole suck.
4: We all know it. But I don't know what, if it's just a, like changed over the years or if the Milwaukee crowd isn't as loud as Green Bay crowds. But I don't know if there's a way they could measure it during the games, but that would be interesting to me.
2: No, because everybody goes there. They don't, like – everybody goes there, they're, like, worried about having to go home or the traffic or they're worried that we're going to lose. Nobody goes there to have a good time.
4: The crowd used to be more blue-collar, but as the ticket prices increase and more people resell their tickets, you're getting more, you know, laid-back people older that that maybe aren't as drunk. So, I don't
2: know. Yeah, you know what? I, 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 did you like my idea the one time I had an idea about the Lambo crowd? I said that there should be a <laughs> a senior citizen section.
4: No, it's the young people that aren't making noise. They're watching their video, their phones, their stuff in their faces. with. Not- yeah,
2: but we try to stand up, and then the old people with their folding chairs that they've been bringing since Dan Devine, they're like, hey, sit down down there, I can't see.
4: Well, you know, Bart, that's not thing that you annoy me with, talking about standing up. I'm six-two, so I don't like to stand up because probably the person behind me can't see. Also, there should be a proper etiquette to standing up. You stand up on third down or on some big play. If you stand up the whole game, then everybody just has to stand up, and what do you accomplish? Well, I mean, if it's a playoff game, down, you can see just as good. You stand up when it's exciting.
2: If it's a playoff game, players. they should rip the bleachers out. You shouldn't be sitting at all in a playoff game.
4: How often do you go to Lambeau Mark?
2: I go probably once a year.
4: All right. Well, I, first, I wish I had bleacher seats. I have the 700 seat, which is nice that you have seats, but the view isn't as good as
2: the bleacher All right, so I as like an them. owner, here's my two ideas. Senior citizen section, and people should come in, and uh, they, you're gonna, they're going to measure you when you come in, and if you're tall, you go up at the higher seats.
4: <laughs> you know, why don't we have a senior citizen section and a, Young person section and then have a noise meter and see who's making more noise. I'd like to do that.
2: Okay. Yeah. It'll probably be the old people because they'll be going wah, 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 the old time. <laughs> <laughs> and
4: get off my lawn. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye, Bart. Okay. Bye, Ron. See ya, Ron, in Rome. That's. that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get off my lawn. Well, how many times you get told to? Sit down. Sit down when you go Yeah. There. I got
3: told to sit down at a brewer game. By who? It was the ninth inning. You're By like an usher. three. By an usher. Our whole row was standing up. The row in front of us was standing up. It was the ninth inning. They were the they were prompting us to stand. All of a sudden this usher comes down. Sit down. The people behind
2: you can't see. Oh. Well, that's stupid. All right, let me read some of the, I meant to do this at the beginning, but I'm able to hack in and see some of the Rob Domofsky tweets because he blocked me. So the shareholders meeting, here's what you had to uh, learn. Been to one of these, by the way. I tried to stand up for this. I was like, yeah, we got $400 million in the coffers. And the guy behind me was like, sit down. I want to hear the minutes. Jeez, man. What did they talk about? They talked about Devontae Adams. There were no cheers or boos. And Mark Murphy said, I'm very confident he will come back and be a member of our Hall of Fame. So breaking news there. Mark Murphy said he still thinks Green Bay will host an NFL draft. There was a slide presented to the fans that said they will likely host it in 2025 or 2027. That I won't believe until I see it. Because he also said that about twenty twenty-three, and I think he also said that about twenty twenty two and twenty twenty-one. Murphy just keeps dangling the carrot. Or maybe he's trying to put it out there. Yeah. Like the NFL, the NFL keeps telling me no, so I'm gonna keep telling my fans yes.
3: Until we get into, until we get one. They're basically forced to give it to Green Bay.
2: Yeah. The Packers have four hundred and forty million dollars in their reserve fund. What's
3: the plan? To where like in the parking lot? Like would they just hold it in the parking lot? with the draft? The draft. The title town. Oh yeah. I need to get to that side of the stadium. I never go on that side.
2: I well, I've, title, I've town, not been to Title Town until last month. Yeah. It's awesome. It's it's really great.
3: I just stay on the other side. You know, when you roll into town, you park, you're just on that side.
2: Yeah, right.
3: You know, you know what I'm talking about.
2: Well, there's like a whole I think
3: seventy like- percent of the people that go to Lambeau know what side i'm talking about
2: i don't everyone knows yeah yeah here i got some of the specs as an owner oh i didn't need to go because he also you get it mailed to you yeah Okay. prop comedy Uh, let's see draft hopefully held in 2025 will be held in the title town district draft picks that are present will slide down the sledding hill on NFL branded sled. There'll be fake snow on the sledding hill for draft picks to slide down and then land on the stage, which they will then hug Roger Goodell. Uh, the rest is embargoed, so I can't tell you. But draft picks are going to slide down the sledding hill.
3: They're getting new scoreboards. The Packers Did you are. See that? That one. Next year, they'll, they will uh, stand the length of the end
2: zone. Oh wow. Mhm. Yeah, the the video that they have now is kind of like it's kind of old. Yeah, older. Like it all. If, like if you don't look at it from the perfect angle, mm-hmm. it looks like all distorted. Yep. Uh, let's see, Brian Gutekunst and Matt LaFleur have been extended, but we don't know how long. Mark's only said, I'm confident Mark and Brian and Russ ball will continue to be Packers employees for years to come. He, the big quote that everyone's excited about, he was asked about, why don't you have enough noon games? He said, if we had a lot of noon games, that would mean we are an SC team. SC S H blank, 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 blank. The Bears, meanwhile, have 13 noon games. So maybe, maybe that's it, Tim. Maybe maybe Packer fans don't like cheering at night. Maybe we need the noon games. It's too late. Yeah. Maybe we need to be raring to go. Because by seven twenty comes around, we're already blitzed. We need we need those noon games. How about that? How about an eight thirty game? Packer fans don't Packer fans want noon games, and Badger fans don't want eleven o'clock games. That makes a lot of sense. 414-799-1250. I'm Bart. That's Tim. More coming up here on The Fan. 1250 AM The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. Hey, never miss a moment from The Fan ever again. We've got an app that we're on. It's called Odyssey. It's free. You can download the Bart Winkler podcast and listen whenever and wherever works best for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm here 6 to 10. Don't no no need no need no no need, no need to change your life schedule around to listen to us. Get us on your time. See how convenient that is, and it's free. That is the Odyssey. Yeah, Odyssey Station. All right. So uh, last time that I I'm doing Zach Gelb show tonight. I I don't know I don't know how to like say this without sounding. A certain way, but doing a—I equate doing a four-hour radio show to doing an eight-hour day. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I got to do uh-huh. another four-hour show tonight. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm working 12 hours? Well, eight plus eight is oh, 16. 16. <laughs> they just changed it last week. <laughs> I, you might have missed it. tired Sorry. Yeah, bet yeah. <laughs> yeah, math. So it's like, you know. The day that I did the Zach Gelb show the first time, you had a lot of stuff to talk about. We had teams move in conferences in college, and there was the KD report that he wanted to be traded. Well, I'm going to come back in there tonight once they fly me private to New York, and I'm going to be able to talk about Kevin Durant a little bit more because Kevin Durant, apparently the Boston Celtics, are trying to trade for him. Uh, The report came out from Shams with The Athletic, and he had said, I want to give you the direct quote. The Celtics offered, first of all, how do they find this out? You know, who's leaking this? And also, if you're trading, if you're, so I'll, I'll read this first. The Celtics offered Jalen Brown, guard Derek White, and a draft pick to the Nets for Durant. Now, I don't think that's enough. Jalen Brown's really good. But it's Kevin Durant here. Kevin Durant is a top five guy. He's difference maker. Jalen Brown's really good, but Kevin Durant, I mean, I don't want to undervalue Kevin Durant here. The proposal was rejected, and Brooklyn has asked Boston in any proposal to include Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart in draft picks and then maybe another rotation player. The Celtics are less inclined to include Smart along with multiple other player assets or pick assets, and the franchise is mulling over next steps on how to approach discussions. Jalen Brown tweeting yesterday, SMH, which we all know what he means. Uh, you know, he's shaking his head at the fact that he's, he can't say like, oh, I was playing a game. No, we, you tweeted on, on purpose because of this report. And that sucks. If you're Jalen Brown, if I'm Jalen Brown, I'm like, Hey, I know you guys all love Tatum around here, but I was the best player in that finals. That take, you can like try to have a hot take and say, Jalen Brown was actually better than Jason Tatum in the finals. And you're going to expect people to be like, Oh, but they're gonna be like, oh, yeah, he was. He was for the Celtics. For the Celtics, he was. He showed up in the fourth quarter at least. I don't know what Tatum was doing. Brown was there. By the way, everything I say right now, this is what I'm leading the show off with at five. Good to know. On <laughs> Zach Gall. Well, we won't hear that first hour here, right? So this is so, perfect. You're yeah, setting it up. Yeah, I'm gonna start tonight with Kevin Durant, and I'm I'm gonna say all these. I'm gonna say the exact same thing I'm saying now i just hit record. and. Oh, I'm it. thinking about it. And I'll just edit you out for Ryan Hickey, who's producing. That's what I'll do. And I'll say...
3: I j- here, I won't say another <laughs> word, okay? So here you go. Here you go. Start of no, the show. No, no, no.
2: I'm, pra- I'm practicing. It's fine. It's just, it's, just, it's just practice. Hey, you know who's joining me tonight, though? Ty Dunn at 720. Oh, nice. Which means Ty, Ty Dunn Dunn's will also be joining us Tomorrow. tomorrow. Maybe at 720 as well. That would be odd. 12 hours later. I haven't decided yet. Uh, I should just replay the whole show. I should, that's what I should do. I should just replay the whole show. You're just saying, hey, you expect me to talk Brewers Twins? No, I'm breaking down Raiders football. But for Jalen Brown, like, all these guys are available all the time. It just sucks when you know that you're available. And the Marcus Smart thing... If I'm the Celtics and Marcus Smart is going to be the hang-up in this deal, then why am I even trying to trade for Kevin Durant? Because if I'm the Celtics, I like my team. I like Tatum. I like Brown. We just made the finals. I like Marcus Smart. If Marcus Smart is the hang-up in this deal, you don't really want Kevin Durant. You're not going to get Kevin Durant. So you're offering Brown, Derek White, and a pick – and the nets go all right can you throw in Marcus Smart and that's where you say no then what are you what are you asking for Kevin Durant for i'm just envisioning myself doing this 8 hours later <laughs> but hopefully that riles up some of the callers yeah some of the national callers none of you guys care you know Kevin Durant i don't i mean obviously i don't want him to go to the celtics bill from miami John. John, thank you. My golfer and buddy. I mean, if, if Kevin Durant goes to the Celtics, well, then they're clearly the front runners. Oh, yeah. Over the Bucs. Yep. In the East. The Nets, I don't think are right now, but if he's on the Celtics, they are. The Nets, I still think the Nets shouldn't trade him. I'm kind of with you. I still think the Nets shouldn't trade him. Whatever package you're going to get, this package, whatever the Nets think the best package that they can get from the Celtics is, they will be able to get the same package next year. There's no rush to trade him. Kevin Durant's under contract for 4 years. If you're trading for 4 years of Kevin Durant or 3 years of Kevin Durant, there th- there's not going to be a there's not going to be a difference in the package. There's not going to be any less draft picks, there's not going to be any different players, any less players. It's going to be the same package. 3 trading for 3 years of Kevin Durant will be equal to trading for 4 years of Kevin Durant. Now, once you get down to 2 or 1 year, obviously it's different, but 3 years of Kevin Durant That would be worthy of this package. So, after this rumor, everybody's like, you know, because remember that first day Kevin Durant was basically locked into Phoenix or locked into Miami because that's where he kind of wanted to go. Uh, Right now, the Celtics, if he's not on the Nets, the Celtics are minus 200 favorites to acquire Kevin Durant. So, Vegas is saying that if he gets traded, if he's not on the Nets, odds are going to be he's a Celtic based on the reports yesterday. The next team is Golden State at plus 350. I still do not trade for Kevin Durant if I'm Golden State. I think that what they're doing, my my whole thing with the Warriors is you have the opportunity, you've already had this great dynasty. Now you have the opportunity to do something that no one's ever done. Go from a dynasty to another dynasty without really a rebuild, period. And I know that they had the worst record in the league and I know they were bad for two years and you know, everybody was hurt, but they've still got their core of Draymond, Steph, and Clay, and then you can have all these other guys that, that, that are coming up, including our guy, Patrick Baldwin, Jr., and Wiseman, and Kaminga, and Moody, and Poole. I mean, you can have another class, the varsity leaves, the seniors graduate, the sophomores step up. So I would, I would try to do that. I would try to do that rather than, you know, trade a bunch of them for Kevin Durant. You've won four championships now. Yeah, if you got Durant, you're probably going to win again. So I guess I can understand the argument why you would want to trade for him again. It's like a guaranteed title. But I'd be thinking bigger picture. I'd be thinking, let's do something that no one's ever done. The Suns are plus 600. The Heat, and then you've got a bunch of dart throws, the Blazers. The Raptors, the Raptors are plus 950. I still think that could be interesting. Uh, other teams listed with long odds Grizzlies, Hawks, Knicks, Lakers, Bulls, the Thunder. No Bucks. Uh, no Bucks on this list. I don't even know what we would legitimately give up. There's no package to trade them without trading Middleton or Drew. You would probably have to give up both Middleton and Drew, honestly, to get KD if the Nets were smart about it. So I don't see anything. That could happen on that front. But, yeah, if you like that, uh, if you liked what I was talking about, uh, you can listen to that 5 o'clock on the Zach Gelb show today. That first hour you can catch on the Odyssey app, and then we'll be live here on this uh, station at 6. So big big couple of weeks for me, Tim. I'm flying out to New York and back tonight. I got the, uh, I guess the, the jet's on the tarmac ready to go for me. Yep.
3: As soon as this show's over, you're off, or? Leaving a
2: little Yeah, later. they're actually sending a helicopter to the cornfield here. Yep, That'll fly me over to Mitchell. And then Mitchell off to New York. And then I'll take the private jet uh, to New York. Have a little nap on the plane today. And then after the show, I'll fly right back here. And the helicopter's actually going to take me. Well, they're actually going to, the private jet's going to go over my house. They're just going to push me out with a parachute and I'll land in my backyard. Get a good night's sleep. Come here tomorrow. I did the same thing on Friday. And then uh, Gary Ellerson and I are going down to Canton in a couple of weeks. We're going down to Canton, Ohio for Leroy Butler's Hall of Fame induction. And I'm looking forward to this and we're driving. So obviously I have to think of content, right? I got to be in the car with Gary for eight and a half hours. That's got to be content. We'll likely go to the Hall of Fame game. There's a big reception on Friday, I pr- so I probably have to. I probably have to. I probably have to find something to wear. Oh shoot! Do you think I can go to like a Hall of Fame Canton reception in the gray sweatpants and gray shirt <laughs> and flat brewer's hat I'm wearing right now, yeah. or am I gonna need that? Yeah.
3: That's, that is a that is a wonderful wonderful question. Yeah. Am
2: I gonna need to spruce it up a little bit? Yeah. Still the greatest thing the script ever did was this song. Because they were like a meddling band. You know, they had a hit or two. Mm-hmm. But then you make this song, and it's going to be used forever. Oh, yeah. That's what I'd do if I was a band. I'd just be like, what is the song that's going to be What is a song that
3: I can use forever and ever and ever? Yeah. It will be played forever. They play this song every time the, that Hall of Fame game, when they announce the players.
2: Yeah. They come out to this song. Or like, what song is going to be a trend to use on TikTok? That's how a lot of songs are getting big now. Or what song, if I was an artist, I would think, what song could be used 40 years later on a show like Stranger Things? Good stuff.
3: Good stuff, Bart
2: yeah this is the hall of fame so we'll be there uh we're going to do I'm doing the big show on Friday of that day and then I'm going to do a special show on Saturday morning from Canton so the Saturday that Leroy gets inducted cuz he gets inducted around 11 our time so I'm going to be on the air 7 to 10 our time from Canton so uh CBS Sports Radio is going to fly me out to New York tonight wink wink and then I'm going to drive With Gary DeCanton. So looking forward to that. Um, Looking forward to trying to, you know, it'll be like gopher mode. Try to be locking down interviews. Try to be uh, hobnobbing with some of the NFL elite. You know, I could run into Roger Goodell and say, hey, NFL Plus is a scam. Bring the draft to Green Bay, man. Do all that. Notebook Mike. Hey, Notebook Mike. What's happening, buddy?
6: Hey, how's it going?
2: All good. Just uh, having fun.
6: So you're getting on a PJ tomorrow?
2: I'm getting on a PJ. Tonight.
6: No, you're not.
2: Yeah, New York's sending me a jet, and I'm go- taking the jet, and I'm going, and I'm coming back.
6: You're pulling my leg.
2: No, I'm going to be on the jet.
6: you you got a better chance of the Kardashians picking you up in
2: their PJ. No, come on, Mike. Hi, it's air, it's Gelb Force One. He's flying me out there.
6: Well, I'm gonna call.
2: What do you think I'm gonna do? There. Set up on a Comrex from a production studio in Hales Corners? No way. Hey. No way.
6: Uh-huh. go ahead. What?
2: Ah, private jet, all the way.
6: And a helicopter.
2: Yeah, the helicopter takes me to Mitchell.
6: And it lands in your yard.
2: Yep, and then I'm jumping out. Oh, you don't think any of this is believable?
6: No, I really don't. Oh. Anyway, rest in peace, Paul, he says to Rome. Good fellows."
2: Yeah, I saw that this morning.
6: Yeah, we're losing all our good fellas.
2: Yeah, what's it's going on? This
6: year. Uh, soccer? Yeah. At Lambeau?
2: Yeah, it happened this weekend. It was cool.
6: It's like watching the Brewers. Why one run, one goal?
2: Yeah, I'm one telling you, six. if soccer, if every soccer game was like seven to five or ten to I'd three, people would have, not like it.
6: The best game I ever saw was China,
2: mm-hmm. the
6: United States,
2: ninety nine.
6: No, it, probably ten years ago.
2: No, the Except World you know, Cup I, penalty kicks.
6: Yeah, China won.
2: Oh, you oh,
6: yeah, I remember that.
2: Yeah, okay, that was a different game, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of ninety nine, yeah. Uh
6: so I'm watching a replay of the Brewer game.
2: Yeah, right now?
6: No, I can't watch it. No I was more. gonna say
2: nothing happened. Oh yeah, you didn't miss anything.
6: I slept through it. Mm. I knew they were gonna lose. They it can never be consistent.
2: Let me but, ask you this. Is this anything? The, the, so sometimes if I, if I can't watch the game live, I will obviously tape it and then I will catch up throughout the night. And this happened to me. I want to say, when was the night that Charlie Blackman hit a home run? He hit a home run the other night.
6: Oh, I don't know. Okay. So,
2: okay. So I was taping the game and it had already happened, but I watched it and I could tell that Charlie Blackman was going to hit a home run and he did. And this, this happened to me three times in the last two weeks where I can tell that a guy's going to hit a home run. Now, it already happened, it but I did not see it. It already happened, but I did not see it. I can't predict it live. I can predict it live when it's on tape. That's got to be something. Yeah. I no? I think
6: that Charlie Blackman. Blackmun. Blackmun? I think he has uh, scared of barbers. That guy's got more hair than a woolly buffalo. But uh, no, getting back to the brewers, you know how they always show the, where the bleachers used to be by the bar? You can sit outside, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
6: These guys had like $500 worth of cans.
2: Oh, I saw they that. They were
6: building their own tower.
2: Yeah, I saw that. They were stacked you pretty saw, high, yeah.
6: That had to be 500 bucks.
2: Well, I think they were collecting cans from the people around them probably.
6: I don't know. Well, I hope they weren't driving though. Yeah. But, yeah, that was crazy. And uh, these feet, I got just one uh, one more thing. I got
2: one more for you. What?
6: Okay. These people I tell you to sit down, but they'll stand up for the national anthem. And if they don't, I'm going to kick their, you know what? They had a flyby. Of course, they don't show it on TV. And who's picking on Tim? Was that you? Allegedly. For crying?
2: Yeah.
6: Yeah? Don't do that, please. I love you guys. All right. I just cried 48 hours. We had to put our dog down. (sighs) It was the toughest thing I ever did. And Dante, Devontae, he's not going in the Hall of Fame.
2: Packer Hall of Fame. Yeah, and he'll oh, go in the yeah, real hall. Yeah, he will be a real perhaps, hall of
6: fame. Not, not yeah, you will. Going.
2: Sorry about your dog, Mike.
6: Oh, uh, it ripped my heart out. Hardest thing I ever did. So tell me real quick. Do you never cry?
2: I'm going to cry if I don't get out before the top of the hour here.
6: Oh, I'm going to hang up, but did you cry when your son was born?
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't think I did.
6: Oh. All
2: right. Well, I guess you guys
6: got a jet. All right. See ya. Okay.
2: We'll talk. All right. Bye. Notebook mic. I think I cried at some point, like, oh, I love my son. Like, I'm not, I'm not devoid yeah. of tears. Yes. I'm just saying I'm not, I'm going to cry and I'm going to cry and pretend I don't cry like a real man, not on the radio. Yep. <laughs> All right. We're back right after this.